daughters in my hands, cold and full of trauma like their mother, a messy scrawl that tries to be a signature on their faces, in case one day I am worth something and they are too. I just hold them, eyes closed, trying not to feel the blood dripping from the warm pages, the long lists of the dead. Just my name, repeated again and again, because I never let my daughters take anybody else. My daughters are vampires, sinking fangs into my soul, hungry but well-meaning as I lay still, solemn and accepting. This is the price for peace, I guess. I let my demons drink until I am pale and faded, crying on a counsellor's couch as the sun rises. My daughters are my counsellors, unqualified but well-meaning, just listening and drinking until I die, and then we start again. I'm alive again because I have to be, because people need me to be. I think sometimes I want to be. I tell my daughters bedtime stories, I tell them about all the little things that make my life worthwhile. That little spot in my day when someone thinks of me and does something about it has been my favourite for a while and they love that story. Crowding around me with excited eyes and hungry stares. I kiss my madness goodnight every morning knowing that she will not sleep but that we must both pretend for as long as we can. She is hungry, but well-meaning too. Everyone is hungry, but well-meaning. I'm covered in bite marks. December of 2020 so this was you know COVID was going on um and things were really kind of picking up in in the southeast where I live and and so it's like oh my god we don't know what's gonna happen COVID's kind of doing its thing everywhere and we have no idea what's going on um so that was really great it was a lovely time to be alive um and I had a, a boyfriend at the time But I was, once again, um, considering not not having one. Um, Because I hadn't seen him for a little while because of, you know, COVID and there was some restrictions and things like that. And I'd kind of started thinking, well, hey we are still in a pandemic and remember what if we die and then we don't do the thing uh we don't um 
you know, we don't ever tell the truth and life becomes an endless lie and, and, and we die of this this illness that we could hypothetically get and nobody ever knows the truth. What then? Um, but I was afraid, so I didn't. But I thought about it a lot that month. And I thought about it a lot when I was writing. And I thought to myself, oh my God. When I pick up this pen, I can be literally anybody. I can. And and it was something that I did a lot before. Um, some, some people have, you know... <laughs> have picked up on this it would seem um you know I have had like messages and comments from people who said you know there was lots of hints in in you know things you'd written before and yes there was um because I would have these kind of lapses these moments where I would just I would I would be that other girl who was free who was honest who was real and then the poem would finish and it would be over um and I would go back to being um up on the stage continuing a lifelong performance and I wrote that poem about how painful that was you know because writing about yourself and your life and and who you are is painful enough anyway like it it's just it's quite difficult to take things in your life and present them to people and say hello welcome to my life this is what's going on here is my pain here is my joy here is my observations on you know taking a bus at 7am and sometimes it's it's not very harmful you know, poems about being on the bus at 7am don't really hurt that much, but when you're talking about painful shit, it's painful, right? And that's something I've done for a long time. I work out how I feel, what's going on through writing. It is... It is how I deal with everything and for a long time my writing was essentially my secret keeper it was my my only uh, confidant so to speak it was the only person I told this huge secret to Um, but it hurt to do that because I would sit and I would write about it and then I would just cry because because I was lonely and full of self-loathing and horrified but I I couldn't stop doing it because I think I needed that outlet and I needed the process and I needed 
it needed to be what it needed to be, you know. Um, and I, I look back at things, you know, that I've written in the past, and it's, it's, it's kind of funny from from where I am now to look back and be like, <laughs> "God, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't realize me you were being super fucking obvious." sweetie um, <laughs> um, but I think that's what I needed to do I don't know it was it was difficult and I'm kind of um, regretful you know that I I never allowed myself to talk to anybody about it because I feel like that would have been a lot healthier <laughs> certainly um, but sometimes you just you feel you can't do that so you make do and that's very much what I was doing I think uh, <laughs> uh, so um, I want to talk about Jojo Siwa you know her from the television and things she was look I, I I I think she was on like a dancing show as a kid and then she grew up and she got her own tv show I think and she she sells bows in Claire's accessories um and she's on the tiktok or something um <laughs> uh, she's she's very famous and she she's a singer she's a dancer she goes all over the world um and that's fabulous, and I'm I'm very very happy for her. Um, so there has been um, a great amount of controversy about her this week, and I wanted to talk about it, and it kind of links into what I was just talking about in a sense. Um, so in January of 2021 she came out right um and everybody was talking about it there were people that were happy for her there were people that were saying oh I'm not gonna let my kids watch her shows anymore all this kind of stuff it was probably a lot for her to deal with um and I I remember seeing it and just thinking wow that's really cool that's really cool good for her and there was like a, a slight a slight envy because I was still like I wasn't quite at that point yet I wasn't quite at that point yet um a couple months later I was um but in in the January not yet um so there was a lot of kind of discourse and conversation that followed her all the time you know how do you identify you know what what are you doing all this you know what's going on with you um she (laughs) she's so young she really is and I feel like 
people really forget that. Um, not just in terms of, like, you know, age. Because uh, I think she's, I don't know, I think she's like um, 18 or something. Um, let me check. Okay, she's 19. She's 19. But that's that's still pretty young, realistically. Um, but also... And this is this is something that I feel um, doesn't really get discussed a lot is that you know kind of being young in terms of like your identity because um, you know you can you can be you know, out, but if you've only been out for like five minutes, there's still probably a lot that you're dealing with and you're still quite young in that journey. Um, and, and she is, you know, she, she's only been out for like a year ish. Um, but there was a lot of pressure on her, you know, from the beginning, I think because she had such a big platform and everyone wanted to know what's going on with her, what's her label, who's she with, who's she going out with. Um, and I get it, you know, it's, it's nice to have representation, um, but I feel like people are putting a lot of pressure on her and shaming her, and I, I feel like people are being quite unfair, I'm gonna kind of briefly go into why. So... The problem that has come about this week and why everybody is yelling at this girl is because uh, she did an interview and she was talking about how she doesn't really like the word lesbian despite being a lesbian. Um, And everybody lost their shit, right? I have to say, it, I, I think it's it's sad that she feels that way. However, I don't think it's her fault. And I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about... Because um, this all does tie up. It all does relate to what the, what the fuck I was saying earlier. I promise it does. So... <laughs> um, what we have... In a, in a sense, is a situation where I mean, let's. I'm going to Google the word lesbian, okay? Because I too, I had I had trouble with this. Um, still, sometimes, like I can I can say it in other contexts, but in terms of describing myself. It's challenging because in my head, that's how I think of myself. But saying it out loud is a different situation because well, I'm going to go into why in detail, but let's let's have a quick Google. So we've got the dictionary definition. That's nice. Whatever. Um, top stories in regards to lesbians. OK, so there's one um, attacking Jojo Siwa for what she said. Um, and then the next story is 
It's just like straight fetishization. I probably said that word wrong, but who cares? Uh, it's from the Daily Express. It's got um, a picture of Jerry uh, from the Spice Girls. The headline is, Don't Mind Boobs, Jerry Halliwell's Secret Lesbian Encounter Before Christian Horner. Um, I mean, just on a technical level, that's incorrect, because if, you know, if she had an experience with a woman but is now with a man and is apparently attracted to that man that would not make her a lesbian because she's she's attracted you know she's technically attracted to men and women so that's they they, this is this is fetishization it's uh it's very clickbaity um and that you know they've got you know a picture of her in her union jack dress uh looking very very beautiful i must say um and then a picture of her with like a really shocked face or scandalous um it's basically a hey remember that girl that you fancy from the spice girls well let's imagine her with a woman how sexy is that oh my god like it's very porn it's very porn um next story um lesbian brothels in seven seas entertainment what i don't even know what that means like i don't know what that means um another story i didn't realize i was a lesbian until my husband suggested it okay uh, <laughs> i wonder why he did um meet the lesbian only fans couple who might be half sisters another link back to porn another fucking link back to porn so we continue we we go uh further down the page we're actually having to scroll a bit to actually find stuff that isn't fetishy and male gazy here there's a lot of um basically just a lot of you know content that is is obviously about porn and the male gazy view um so it's given me a link to uh the lesbian hashtag on youtube um forbidden love between two women top 10 best lesbian movies and the the thumbnail is quite porny let's be real um lesbian short film and again the 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 thumbnail is very male gazy um <laughs> lesbian film again another male gazy fucking thumbnail um there's, there's just a lot here that is very obviously um, centred around the idea that lesbians are kind of in a constant state of hypersexuality. Uh, lesbian seduction, hot and cute girls. That's not for girls. That's not for, that's that's for men. Um, just a lot of this um, is. If, if I were not already in a place where I have kind of become at peace with myself, I would find this very fucking off-putting. Um, not because there is anything wrong with the idea of two women having sex. I mean, that's, that's great. But because of the fact that that is all there is. So it's, it's incredibly hypersexualized and it's hypersexualized in a way that appeals to men. Um and 
if you if you are trying to come to terms with who you are and all you see of yourself is something that seems to just exist for men of course it's going to make you uncomfortable and this is this is the thing that i feel like people are not um are not willing to consider when it comes to someone like jojo who let's let's remember is still very fucking young right um why does she feel uncomfortable with the word you know why why does she why are we not asking that question instead of shaming a young girl who is probably still trying to accept herself you know why why are we shaming her rather than shaming what has made her ashamed and let's let's be fucking clear about what it is why is it that newspapers will do clickbaity stories um you know talking about how hot it is that a female celebrity has talked about her lesbian experience before she settled down with her husband why is it that most lesbian related videos on social media will have um very obvious male gazy thumbnails you know um why is it that all the girls in lesbian porn have acrylics it's because it's for men right and they have they have kind of appropriated the term lesbian to mean you know oh two hot girls having sex and sometimes they let a guy join in and it's really hot and it's soft and it's lovely and it's sexy and and yada 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 you're not going to want to be a part of that it's going to make you uncomfortable to think about being a part of that and that is that is that is where the shame is coming from but rather than talking to these girls and saying hey it doesn't have to be like that you don't have to be something for men to find attractive you can you don't have to men don't have to be included at all I mean, I I didn't have anyone to say this to me, which sucked, Um, you know, because that was kind of the the major downside for me is that, you know, I'm finally like, okay, fine. I've I've tried to run away from this for like decades, but fine, I'll fucking do it. And then I'm just, I'm kind of trying to get out into the world see what I can see talk to people meet people and I'm confronted by this kind of hypersexual fetishized pornified shit and I'm looking at it and I'm like oh no oh no 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 what the hell (laughs) I don't want this I've suddenly got guys making these gross comments you know (laughs) oh my god you know can I can I can I watch this no like that's fucking hitting me in the face um fucking confusing shit is confusing it's scary you don't know what the fuck is going on 
And then you get shamed for it because you feel uncomfortable. Someone comes up to you and they give you some other label and they say, hey, you you can have this. And it doesn't really have all the stigma and stuff attached to it. And so you use it. I mean, I, I didn't personally, but, you know, someone else does and they use that label and then they get shamed for it rather than someone sitting them down and saying, hey, let's really talk about it. Let's reclaim this thing that's been taken from us. Let's let's reclaim it. Let's believe that it's not something dirty and disgusting because it's ours and it's something beautiful and and we don't have to allow them to keep having it we we can have it for ourselves we can um fucking steal it back we'll we'll do a, a fucking heist we'll run in in there and we'll fucking you know do the thing where you you dip under the lasers and you, you come back up and then you descend from the sky on a fucking wire and then you you just fucking steal it back and you say that's fucking ours bitch um and we can demonstrate what it actually is and it's it's love and it's beautiful and there's nothing wrong with it it's not something disgusting it's not something um that exists for the the pleasure of people that are not fucking involved is anyone saying this to her because there's a lot of people shouting at her and telling her that she's horrible and she's disgusting and um you know she should be ashamed of herself and so on and so forth but is anyone asking her why she feels like that and is anyone telling her that it doesn't have to be what she thinks is anyone telling her that That she shouldn't allow other people to make her feel ashamed of who she is. Is anyone doing that? Because... That's what people need. They don't need to be shamed for something they didn't cause. If you... Okay, so the last... uh, (laughs) The last few days... And I don't know why this is, but for the last few days... Um, lesbian was trending on Twitter let's have a look I've typed it into the search bar first thing that comes up porn straight away just porn straight a fucking way and this is porn that is I mean frankly I don't believe in the concept of, of feminist porn I think that's a fantasy but um, this is very obviously made for men <laughs> It's very obviously made for men. Uh, It's gross. Um, Like, I'm looking at it. And are these girls attractive? Yes. Do I want to be involved in what's going on in this video? No. No, I don't. Because this this is gross. This is not what having sex with a woman actually looks like. This is... I don't know what the fuck this is. It is horrible. It's literally horrible. But you have to consider, is is this is this the kind of thing that someone like Jojo is seeing when she types lesbian into a search engine? Is she being confronted with this? Um scrolling down again. Oh look, it's more porn. Um great. 
great. Um, oh, good, more porn. And this, this again, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I guess this is for men, but like, bro, it took me. I had to scroll quite a few times to actually find something that is just nice. It's a, a picture. It's it's two. It's a historical uh, account, and it's two women in the nineteen tens and they're kissing it's not sexualized it's not male gazy it's just two girls in love and it's beautiful but i had to fucking scroll and scroll and scroll to find that shit i had to scroll and and wade through porn made for men if i had given up i wouldn't have seen that and now i'm scrolling again and surprise surprise more porn more fucking porn um but you look at you look at the representation as well. TV shows about you know with lesbian characters, nine times out of ten, their characters are going to be underdeveloped and they are mainly going to be used in sex scenes, and the sex scenes are going to be basically done from a male perspective of what they think it looks like when two women have sex. Um, they th- these characters rarely get to have full lives they don't get to have real stories and and real development they're they're just sexualized and demonized (laughs) so is anyone surprised when I when I was a kid the first time I heard someone use the word lesbian was boys talking about porn and then (laughs) and here I am several decades later still sometimes having my struggles to to correctly talk about myself so I feel so much sympathy for somebody like Jojo who um, obviously she has a much bigger public platform than me Um, so she's under kind of constant scrutiny in a way that most people aren't and she's still trying to figure her shit out and she's also inherited a world where people like us are sexualized and dehumanized so who's really surprised that she looks at a word like lesbian and feels uncomfortable with it who's surprised I'm not really surprised I want for it to be different I want for oh good I'm scrolling through and there's still more porn for men um 
like I'm like I said am I attracted to these women yes do I want to be involved in what they're doing no because that is not that's not how it looks (laughs) that's not how it works I girl not this (laughs) not this (laughs) um I mean the fact that men have to have some kind of like yesified dumbed down ridiculous unrealistic version of lesbian porn uh to satisfy themselves really um kind of clarifies why why they know nothing about the female body even when even when they are supposedly looking at at porn that centers women's bodies it's still not real because they can't take it if it is they can't handle it if it is i'm just (laughs) anyway porn is a waste of time it's disgusting but like my point is you know there is a generation of 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 lesbian girls who are looking around and seeing people like them being treated like shit and then everyone is surprised and everyone is angry at them for not wanting to invite that on themselves because because they know what's gonna happen yeah men being weird and gross about it sexualized everybody treating you different i mean since since last summer when when i i did kind of you know wander out of the wardrobe and be like hey girl it's me um grandma it's me anastasia uh, <laughs> i you know for a start there have been a number of people that that treat me differently in my life there are some that don't and that's great and i'm really happy for you know to have those people in my life but there are some people that have um definitely treated me differently um there are some guys who have basically like dropped me entirely like they don't want to be my friend anymore and it's become really obvious that the reason that they were friends with me was perhaps because they had ulterior motives and not because they wanted to be my friend which is really hurtful actually um and it's quite fucked up um but there are also guys who um who kind of see it as as like a challenge and so they're kind of you know, they're pushing shit and they're like oh yeah but you know you, you could still you make an exception for me right and I'm like no ew um but th- there are some guys that are acting just normal and shout out to them thanks thanks guys appreciate that appreciate that a lot uh there are some some women that that seem to be like uncomfortable being my friend now because I don't know, I guess they think that, you know, just like, uh, <laughs> just like Janice and Mean Girls, I have a big lesbian crush on them, which I don't, I like, I don't, you know, um, but there are some of my friends that are girls who 
like and they they'll ask me about it constantly like that's how i know and it's not just me being paranoid like they'll ask me and they'll be like so like do you fancy me are you into me no no i'm fucking not what the fuck or like people that i've known for years you know be like oh did, did you did you fancy me when we were kids no <laughs> no i didn't what does that have to do with anything do you like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck um there are there are some people um like there is only like one person that i think that would apply to um you know who could actually ask me you know did you have a crush on me when we were kids and there's only one person that i i could answer yes to that too but to be honest i wouldn't like i would just tell them no because it's obvious from what i from what i've observed um that for some reason that makes people uncomfortable i mean it's it's pretty pretty weird that you know you didn't have a problem with with guys having a crush on you but like and it's not like i did anything i mean christ woman (laughs) let me tell you when i used to like when we had things at school where you had to go and get changed or whatever i would never change with the other girls I would always, like, I would go into a toilet, like, cubicle, and get changed, and, sorry, i got to put some lip gloss on, hang on, I said lip balm, I'm going to put some on, hang on, I've stressed myself out, I'm not having dry lips, not on my watch, um, but I would go into a toilet cubicle to get changed, um, in the event where I couldn't do that like when I when I had dance lessons there was like one changing room for all the girls and there was like no cubicles or anything I would literally like I would sit there like you know looking at my bag or looking on my phone or whatever until they had got changed and then I would get changed like I wouldn't look at them purposefully and then I would wait until they left so I could like quickly like get changed and go out and follow them out um and i think a lot of people thought i was like super insecure about my body like which i was like i i was (laughs) um but also it was the fact that i was scared that if i looked at them even not like not even in a i'm looking at you because i think you're attractive but like just like looking in their direction by accident they would know that something was up so i purposefully went out of my way to never be in a situation where i could avoid it i would never be in a situation where that was happening um because i was i was fucking terrified of it you know so it's not like you know it's not like i was fucking you know perving on anyone or anything or like looking at anyone in that way um you know i'm not the type of bitch to just be like touching people and shit like that's not my that's not my tea um so like even if i did even if i did have a a big lesbian crush on you i didn't fucking do anything about it did i and you didn't fucking know about it until you fucking asked me and you're still not gonna know about it because i'm not gonna tell you but like being treated as if something so innocent as like a childhood crush is something terrifying and gross it's like wow okay um wow so you know 
you were fine with you know the guys having a crush on you even though you know and I fucking remember how guys used to act when I was at school you know like I said they'd be running around watching porn on their phones because this was a time period where porn was becoming a lot more common um in the UK at least I, I don't know about everywhere else um and so you know there was a lot of you know, just guys passing porn around to each other, swapping it on their phones, whatever. Um, there was a, a great number of, you know, guys who would be... These were teenage boys that were incredibly misogynistic towards girls. You know, they would put their hands up their skirts. They would pull their skirts down. Um, they would, you know, touch them. Um, you know, this was, this was happening, guys were doing that to guys that they like, to to girls that they like, sorry, um, I remember there was a guy who liked me, and we were in class, and he just started touching me, and putting his hand, like, up my skirt and shit, because that's what he thought, like, that's, he thought that that was a normal way to express that you were attracted to somebody, um, you know, so it's okay for, for them, to, to have their little crushes and that doesn't feel weird and it's not gross but if it's a girl suddenly it's terrifying okay sure Jan um <laughs> but anyway my point is like I'm not gonna tell nobody about that like if they ask me like even if the person like the one person that I did like have a crush on at school if 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 she were to ask me I would tell her no I'd be like no you're not my type sorry um because I know how it's going to make her feel and I cannot change that, you know? I mean, this is the thing. There's all these pressure on um, on someone like, like Jojo to, to remove the stigma, but she can't do that by herself, you know? She can't change that by herself. And neither can I, neither can any of us. We can't do it individually. What needs to happen is it needs to be a community effort, Um and I understand that there are going to be some people in the community that are fucking sick of it and they don't want to have to do it and they've probably done it before and they're going to have to do it again um, because once again uh, society has fucked shit up and I, I get it, it's frustrating and it's annoying and I understand completely that you don't want to but it'd be like that sometimes you you cannot um, shame the victims of the stigma unless we got a plan to remove the stigma so i don't know maybe that's something to think about you know we've we've got pride's just been and gone but we've we've got a we've got a good while until the next one let's put together a fucking plan um and fucking fix this shit instead of um shaming girls that are already struggling with shame let's find ways to make them feel positive about themselves Let's find ways for them to um, see themselves represented and not feel embarrassed and fetishized. And um, I'm never sure if I'm saying that word correctly, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> you know, let's let's um, let's make sure that they can see the positive role models because there are positive role models within the community and and within the history of the community. But it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that because you have to wade through a bunch of porn and and fucking, you know, glittery TV shows that are made for men who who 
frankly can't get enough of porn and want it to leak into their television and things you have to wade through all of that shit to actually get to the positive stuff that these girls need to see so rather than shaming them for the fact that they can't see it yet let's come up with a plan to make sure that they can i'm just saying i feel like that's more productive than shouting at them Thank you for listening to Sincerely Jennifer with me, Jennifer Wan. If you want to find more of my work, you can on my website, jenniferwan.com, or you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Reddit, SoundCloud, and pretty much every social media website ever with the username, Miss J Squared. Thank you to my amazing top tier patron supporters,